Broomhead talks Cardinals with color analyst and former Cards fullback Ron Wolfley. Oh, my digging the chili of what the Cardinals are mixing up. Bird's Eye View, brought to you by AZ Valley Windows, Arizona's most trusted window replacement company since 2004. Hey, thanks for being here. Uh, my favorite part of the week, I get to talk to Ron Wolfley, but I get to talk to Ron Wolfley about football. Different this week, Cardinals had a bye week, so we're going to talk, I don't know, a little bit more comprehensively about the league. How are you, Wolf? I'm doing good, Brew. How about you? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Let's talk about the NFL. Let's start with the San Francisco 49ers. Now with their third-string quarterback in the game, effectively losing their first two starters and still winning a big game. What does this tell you about this team? Yeah, you know what? This roster is so talented. It was one of the reasons why earlier in the season when they were losing games, it was so difficult to actually look at it. I know Trey Lance is the quarterback, of course, they started the season with, and they went to Jimmy G. But the roster overall, I would say offensively and defensively, the best roster in the NFC, and because of that, you expected them to play better. They were not playing very well, and as so many football teams struggle from time to time trying to find themselves, I think the 49ers did the exact same thing, especially after they acquired Christian McCaffrey. I think that guy is so talented, they really didn't know at first how to use them, Brew, but I think they're starting to find a little rhythm with Christian McCaffrey, of course, and some of their other talent. Debo Samuel played a huge part in what they did yesterday, but you know, boy, you're down to your third-string quarterback right now in Brock Purdy, local product here, and I just don't know how that's going to work out, how that's going to play out. I know they won yesterday, but um, when defensive coordinators start seeing tendencies, that's when they start picking at you. Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I, head coaches, to me, are kind of like a great chef in that if you, you can make a, a good meal out of average ingredients, but a great chef also can make a phenomenal five-star meal or a Michelin-star meal with great ingredients. And that you've got a great coaching staff with the 49ers and probably, like you said, the best ingredients in the division. That's a tough, that's a tough group to beat. No, no, you know, one of the things I love about that, yeah, you're bringing up Kyle Shanahan, of course, and his coaching staff. They really have a very physical mentality, a physical philosophy. They're going to attack the line of scrimmage that much you know. They'll do it out of power personnel groups using a fullback from time to time. They'll go a lot of two tight ends as well. Many times they have two running backs in the game and two tight ends in the game. They like to mix it up with power personnel groups. They attack the line of scrimmage. Very physical offense and their defense, man, I gotta tell you, their defense is as good as it gets in the National Football League right now. Check this out. In the last five games, the last five games for the 49ers, they have outscored their opponent 80 to seven in the second half. <laughs> oh my Think God. About that for That's the <laughs> definition of winning games, bro. That is incredible. Let's let's shift to the Cincinnati Bengals. Now they have won the last three in a row against the Kansas City Chiefs. Do they just have the Chiefs number? Is that what this is all about? <laughs> 
you have to wonder, right? Yes. You have to you have to wonder about that. Um yeah, anytime you've got Joe Burrow, um I, I think Joe Burrow is in the offense that he needs to be in as well. It's a very balanced offense. The Bengals now, have you noticed lately they're running the ball and doing a very good job running the ball lately? Yeah. And if you're gonna beat the Kansas City Chiefs, Brew, that's exactly what you gotta do. You've got to be able to control the ball. You've got to be able to run the ball, limit the possessions of the Kansas City Chiefs, limit the possessions of Patrick Mahomes and that high-powered offense, and then you've got to score when it matters most. And that is what the Bengals did yesterday. That is a formula in beating the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Bengals got their number. I'm with you on that one. I want to uh, I want to preview the Cardinals game in a moment, but before I do that, I want to shift to college football briefly. Two questions. First of all, what do you think of the Fiesta Bowl matchup that's coming here? And the other one is about Deion Sanders and what he did at Jackson State in an SBC, uh, you know, the uh, you know the historically black college and universities there when he was at Jackson State. Now he's jumping to Colorado. Do you think he's going to be successful there as well? Yeah, you, you, let me just pick that up right there. Deion Sanders, man, I, I do. First of all, I think he is going to be successful. This is a guy that can recruit. This is a guy that is the new recruiter in the era of 2022, where you've got to be able to go out and reach kids before you can teach kids. And I really think that Deion Sanders is one of those guys. It's the reason why he was successful at Jackson State. And I think he's going to be successful in terms of recruiting at Colorado. Now, you've got to have coaches as well. You've got to have a plan, a good plan, and you've got to be able to scout opponents, and you've got to be able to come up with game plans that will beat opponents. But I think Deion Sanders is going to be successful wherever he goes from this point forward, and I think he's also getting better as a coach. Yeah, I agree with you. How about the Fiesta Bowl matchup? Yeah, you know, honestly, um, how do you feel about it? I'd, I'd love to get your opinion on this one right here. How I, do you feel about it? I was surprised to see TCU stay at number three. I thought maybe with that loss, we might actually see a rematch between Michigan and Ohio State, which would have been a phenomenal matchup. But I still yes. think there's going to be a lot there. I think Michigan's just going to be too strong here. I think Michigan has got to be the overwhelming favorite in the game. For me right now, I can tell you there are two overwhelming favorites that I have, obviously Georgia and Michigan. So to your point right there, I do believe that Michigan is going to waylay TCU, and it's going to happen on the line of scrimmage. Now, again, no disrespect to Texas Christian University, no disrespect whatsoever. But to me, Michigan, watching this powerful um, physical football team, You've got Jim Harbaugh throwing back this team to the late 1990s. (laughs) I mean, this is a very physical Michigan football team that can run the ball, line up, and run your face over. And to me, I think that's what's going to happen with TCU. Now, I think it's going to be Georgia-Michigan. I think they're the two best teams. I think that's what it's going to come down to. And those two teams, bro, are built on the line of scrimmage. Yep. Yes, they have great skill. Yes, they have great talent. There's no denying that. Yet at the same time, the offensive lines of both teams and the defensive line, the line of scrimmage, man, this is going to be of bloodletting. It really is. Yeah, and I can't I can't wait to watch these games. I'm so excited about them. Finally, let's preview your Cardinals with the uh, New England Patriots. What do you see happening? 
Yeah, you know, Bill Belichick is a guy that uh, I've got a great deal of respect for. We all know what a good coach he is, but I know it from a player's perspective as well. Having played for him for two years, he's going to look at the very myopic. He's going to look at the smallest detail. He's going to figure out what the Patriots need to do to try to beat the Arizona Cardinals. To me, I think he's going to focus on rushing five, getting Kyler Murray into a pocket, and going after him and keeping him in that pocket and playing an awful lot of some type of cover two. Now, again, they'll they'll use different rushes, sometimes four, sometimes five, but they're going to use two safeties high. They're going to force the Arizona Cardinals to try to move the ball down the field, 10, 11, 12 play drives. And that's something that the Cardinals have not been able to do basically with any consistency all season long. I think that's what the Patriots are going to try to do. Then they're going to line up and try to attack the line of scrimmage and run the ball as well. That's um, a, a tenant of Bill Belichick, especially if, in fact, he thinks your defense struggles to stop the run. And the Cardinals' defense has struggled from time to time to stop the run. So I could see him running the ball an awful lot against the Cardinals, really trying to keep Kyler Murray in that pocket and make him force the ball down the field. That's going to be the way they'll attack the Cardinals, and whether or not the Cardinals can overcome it, we'll have to wait and see, but they haven't been able to do that so far. Always great to talk with you, Wolf. I love the information. I love the insight. Thank you, buddy. All right, man. That's uh, Ron Wolfley with Bird's Eye View. He's with the uh, Wolf and Luke Show on Arizona Sports and the voice of your Arizona Cardinals. 